0: Other side of midnight. 77 WABC. Local Spotlight. Good morning, Mom. everyone. This is the other side of midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Thanks for listening to me on 77 WABC. Coming up in a minute, it is the most exciting, most unpredictable, most freewheeling hour in all of radio. It is time for Ask Frank Anything, where we give you. The opportunity to ask questions about absolutely anything that you're interested in. All you have to do is give me a call. 1-800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. And whoever comes up with the most interesting question, the most creative question, the most out-of-the-box question, the question that spurs the most thinking and the most interesting conversation, we will give you a prize. So you can go ahead and start queuing up now. 800-848-WABC. It's Friday. It's Friday indeed, and hopefully you have a nice weekend. I'm also hoping to see many of you Sunday at the National Psoriasis Foundation Walk at the Bronx Zoo. If you have not yet done so and would like to walk, uh, please consider registering as part of my team, the Frankfooters. I am. Uh, I have a link to this up on my Facebook page. You can register on there, and if you want, you can also just uh, make a contribution to my team, either to me or one of the other walkers on my team. It's going to be a lot of fun and it includes free admission to the zoo. It's a great place. You can go for a nice little brunch, maybe on Arthur Avenue in the Bronx afterwards, and uh, it's fun. And psoriasis is a uh, terrible ailment that a lot of us suffer from. It's an autoimmune disease. It is the actually, actually the most common autoimmune disease in the entire country. And the thinking is, is that uh, if we could find a cure for psoriasis, that it will produce all sorts of other cures for a lot of other autoimmune issues that people are contending with. So I hope to see a lot of you out there at the Bronx Zoo this Sunday morning. Again, uh, look on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash MoranoFan. That is facebook.com slash M-O-R-A-N-O-Fan. If you're not on Facebook for whatever reason and would still like to contribute, you can email me, frank.morano at wabcradio.com. All right, your questions in just a moment. Marlena shivo will be here a little bit later. We also have denunciations to get to and a whole lot of other terrific content. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Beam me up. to be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 WB. Local cool Spotlight. Good morning, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Moreno. Well, yes, Virginia, there is a Central Jersey. I have to tell you, I have never understood how worked up people get about the question of Central Jersey. Uh, you listen to people from South Jersey, you listen to people from North Jersey, and so many of them, loves to say that there's no Central Jersey, there's no Central Jersey. All right, okay, what do you care? Clearly, if you live in the middle of the state, that's Central Jersey. But for some reason, that's a controversial opinion. Well, no longer. There is a new bill that would require New Jersey to define the geography of its much-spoofed midsection and promote tourism there. The bill introduced in the state legislature on Tuesday requires state tourism officials to redraw maps to include an official Central Jersey region defined as Hunterdon, Mercer, Middlesex, and Somerset counties. Funds would also be allotted to boost agricultural tourism in the state's no man's land which was famously parodied on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. The bill also details federal spending relief guidelines in the state that brought you hoagies and, of course, The Sopranos. Titled, uh, Is Central Jersey a Real Place? Uh, The 2018 Colbert spoof ponders whether there's actually anything besides just North Jersey and South Jersey. In my book, the answer is clear. There absolutely is a central Jersey. Jersey. And uh, I am glad to see the state legislature work to make this official, although I can't help but think that perhaps there is something better that the New Jersey state legislature can be spending its time on than this. But if you live in central Jersey and you have been feeling deprived of the tourism dollars that perhaps you're entitled to, maybe you think this is about time. Uh, I have to tell you, it's not something that I've spent too much time on, uh, not too much time thinking about it, but uh, to me, I've always felt there was a Central Jersey, so if it takes an act of the state legislature to make it official, I guess so be it. So, here's to you, Central Jersey. Congratulations on officially existing. Beam me up! to be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Cool spotlight. One of my favorite things to do around Manhattan is walk around. And something that is usually quite a blight on Manhattan when I'm doing my walking around yesterday turned out to be a bit of a blessing. But it did cause me to notice it even more. And that's the issue of scaffolding. Have you noticed the construction scaffolding, which seems to be everywhere all over Manhattan, It seems like it used to be something that was up maybe for a couple of weeks or a couple of months. Now, I feel like I see more and more buildings that just leave it up in perpetuity. And the reason I said it was a blessing yesterday is because it was raining and I didn't have an umbrella. And the thing is, in Manhattan, if you walk along the sidewalk, depending on what neighborhood you're walking in, if you find the right stretch of buildings, you don't even need an umbrella because you just stay under the scaffolding and you remain dry. That being said... Most of the time, when it's not raining, this scaffolding is an eyesore, and it's not serving really any purpose. There were a lot of city records analyzed by both the New York Post and the New York Times, and they found that some structures have had scaffolding in place for, you ready for this, more than a decade. In Harlem, scaffolding has covered part of 409 Edgecombe Avenue since 2006 at 360 Central Park West on the Upper West Side. It's been there since 2008. The building owners claim it's only been there for six years. That's not true. Even the Department of Buildings Broadway office has its own scaffolding issue with part of the building covered since 2008. So why does this happen? Well, as part of Local Law 11... The city inspects building facades every five years, leaving some property owners to keep scaffolding up to avoid the cost of taking it down and rebuilding it every few years. I remember walking around Manhattan with my council member, Joe Borelli, a few years ago, and essentially he said to me, if I was a council member in Manhattan, this is the only thing that I would be talking about. I'd be talking about it all day, every day. Sidewalk sheds and scaffolding are now ubiquitous fixtures in New York City's landscape. They're not supposed to stay up forever. It's awful for tourism. It's awful in terms of creating an eyesore. And I think city government has got to do something more to make sure that people take down this scaffolding at the prescribed time. They're not supposed to stay up there. And uh, if they have to do something like enforce it with fines, so be it. If they have to do something with assist, with the taking down of scaffolding, with uh, defraying the costs of what it takes to take it down, so be it. But uh, I don't think New York should continue to be known as the scaffolding capital of the world. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side at Midnight. 77, w. Cool spotlight. One more hour to go. Don't even think of touching that radio dial. Our phone number, if you want to comment on anything we're doing, 800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. What is going on with garbage pickup in this city? Now, I re- recognize that Monday was the holiday formerly known as Columbus Day. I think the city recognizes it as Italian Heritage Day slash Indigenous Peoples Day. And on Columbus Day, I recognized that there were some interruptions to garbage pickup. Now, I didn't recognize that on Sunday night when I was getting ready to leave for work, so I spent a lot of time boxing up all my cardboard, boxing up all my newspapers, boxing up all the cans and bottles and the recyclables and putting them out to the curb alongside the garbage. So I come home on Tuesday or Monday night, I guess. I came home on Monday night and they had collected three quarters of the garbage that was in my garbage bale and none of the recyclables. They just left all the recyclables there. And I said, all right, well, that's odd. I know sometimes maybe when there's a holiday, they'll collect the trash the next day. Okay. So I left the trash out and left the recyclables out. They didn't pick up the recyclables. They didn't do anything to pick up that last little bit of trash. And that such was the case on Wednesday as well. Thursday, they finally picked up the remainder of that trash and they left the recyclables. So my wife said to me, all right, you got to bring this in. It's raining out there. The uh, cardboard is getting wet. The papers are getting wet. Bring them into the garbage. So right now, as it stands now, there are all these recyclables that are in my garage because the sanitation department hasn't picked them up, so I'll put them out again on Monday, well, Sunday night into Monday, because Monday is our prescribed day for trash and recycling collection. Now, I don't understand why do they do that. I mean, I understand that it's a holiday. I don't understand why then you have to wait a week to get your recyclables picked up. I think that if there's a suspension in recycling pickup, the next available day for garbage pickup should also be the next day for recycling pickup. Is that too much to ask? Am I missing something? If you're a sanitation worker in this city and you know the deal here, and I know we have a lot because a lot of them are friends of mine. Uh, Shout out to my friend Mark Law. Shout out to my friend Tommy Barlotta. Shout out to the Holdman twins, uh, let alone all the great retired sanitation workers that listen to us, like Al Durrell, like my Uncle Joe Scala. But I I must be missing something. If I am, Send me an SMS text message, 816-8-MORANO. That's 816-8-MORANO. I just don't get it. Why would they not move recycling pickup to the next day that the garbage is picked up? Help me out here. Beam me up. To be continued.